0: A beautiful day to you out there. Welcome to another beautiful live broadcast. This is the voice of Isaiah Phillips Eikintola on the Potter's Gate Network. Wherever you are this morning, I want to celebrate this day with you. I believe God to do a new thing in your life, in my life, and of course in this church, the body of Christ. The Spirit of the Lord has been so good to us by taking us through a journey of rediscovery of his intentions, his counsel, his purpose, and of course the blueprint of the ecclesia. When we thank God for this, we bless the Lord that we can look back and we can find through the scriptures, the the divine pattern and of course the ancient path that heaven has in for us to walk even in the 21st century as a community of saints. It's a privilege, it's an honor and we need to continually give thanks to God because sometimes I ask myself, what would have happened if we never had you know a reference to the things that we are dealing with i mean it will have made the walk a a pretty more difficult for us and of course uh, a lot of people would have been able to even challenge our position and stand regarding what we're declaring but thank god that we have uh, a reference we have amen a manual we have a book that we can go back to everything that god did amen where chronologically arranged for us, amen, to to go back to, to reference, and of course to connect to. And this is the joy that I have, all right, that in the midst of all the confusion, in the midst of all the, uh, 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 you know, complexity and uh, challenges that we are faced with, and the kind of, uh, uh, um, you know, the rise of, you know, false order and, uh, you know, concepts of, humanistic ideas that have been imported into the church that we can amen go back to god's word amen and 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 take a stand and and you know and and raise the standard of what is already written so that to me is something that we all need to rejoice over right that we can go back to amen the book of acts that the book of acts lays for us amen the divine pattern, the the, the 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 framework, and of course the spiritual, you know, template of how to engage, you know, not just you know the building of the body of Christ, but our own personal life. Because this book is not just about the ecclesia in terms of all right, structure; it also deals with, amen, I the power of community. And we've, we've seen that, we've read that, we've looked at that from the beginning. The Bible says they were all together in the upper room. So all the things that we are reading, amen, in, in the book of Acts and of course in the larger scripture are not just some religious or, you know, some historic uh, uh, values amen they are you know principles that god has sanctioned that heaven has given to us amen uh so so uh, we can you know tailor our life in accordance to this uh, you know values and standard i mean when we talk about building in accordance to the heavenly order the heavenly order amen has been revealed to us and the lord daily amen is is illuminating our hearts is enlightening us is opening our eyes of understanding to see these things amen because indeed these things have been revealed to us the bible says the word is near thee even in your mouth this word of faith that we proclaim amen is a reality of the expression of christ within our life within our heart amen and we thank God we want to give thanks to God amen that we can ha- that we have a reference that we can go back to the book of acts amen and look at the things that heaven amen has done in the life of those who represented his counsel amen we can look at the way the community of of the body of Christ amen grew and lived their life we can we can go back amen and see the way the spirit of God hallelujah you know interacted amen with 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 believers amen we can see how believers interacted with each other, that I mean, this is the beauty of amen. What we are looking into, so whatever we see out there that is not reflecting, amen, what has been revealed or shown to us, amen, should be discarded, regardless of how wonderful, how you know, how you know, beautiful or how even expressive they may be, amen. We have a blueprint, we have a divine pattern, and that's why we are talking about, amen, a day of the restoration of the apostolic spirit. When the apostolic spirit is restored back to us, amen, we can then begin to build in accordance to the apostolic order. We need, amen, the spirit is like it's like talking about the prophetic minister or the prophetic office without first imbibing amen the prophetic spirit. And that's the point that amen. We 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 are engaging these things that we are dealing with, amen. We want to locate amen the spirit of God, we want to locate the spirit of Christ, we want to locate the spirit of truth. We want to find, amen, and, and locating this thing, of course, requires that we are first informed by what is written, and secondly, that we are being, you know, uh, uh, imparted by the spirit of revelation, alright, because from what we know, you know, from what has been written, the Bible says, these things have been written, amen, for our example. For our example, according to, you know, uh, a book of Corinthians, the uh, first Corinthians chapter 10, if I'm not mistaken, they are written, amen, for our example. So we have an example. If, if, If an example is given to us, amen, you just need to follow the example to do what you need to do alright so the pattern amen has not changed god is still building in accordance to amen the pattern he has shown us and if we find ourselves amen uh, responding to the voice of god that says come up to the you know to the heavenly order amen Come up higher, and I will show you things. And as as He continues to reveal things to us, Amen. Then we can then begin to build, Amen. We believe that, Amen. What the Spirit of God is doing in this season and time, in 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 the sense of restoring Himself and restoring, Amen, His His order and His structure, His pattern, Amen, His desire and and His intent, Amen. That through that restoration, as we align to it, Amen, that we will be able to reflect the kind of authority and power. <clears throat> amen and 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 if you will vessels instrument amen to bring creation to that point amen of divine restoration because indeed creation is groaning amen waiting for the manifestation this manifestation is not going to happen by, by our own might or by our own power it's not going to happen because amen we decide to do certain things or we decide to you know uh, uh you know live our life in a certain way no it's going to happen because we have imbibed the very values the very nature amen of christ 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 and his kingdom is well sitting and established within us oh i'm excited about this because i know at the end of the day this is what amen the lord is going to use amen uh, to to bring forth his counsel so we are amen on the right track yes the lord gave us amen a a, a 10 years of opportunity amen to get our acts together to get our lives together amen to, to to come back to the divine pattern to come back to the divine order So, what we are doing in this season as we follow the Spirit, amen, is rebuilding, amen, is restoring, hallelujah. We are being renovated, amen. The Lord is saying you need to come back to the Asian path, all right? There are no two paths to the things of God. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And that's not some message we preach, amen, on Sunday morning for somebody to give their life to Jesus. That is, amen, a blueprint to to a lifestyle, amen, that will allow us to manifest and represent the things of God in the earth. The kingdom of God is becoming even clearer to us. We're, we're moving, we're moving closer. Amen. And the nearness of that kingdom, amen, is impacting every area of our life. I don't know about you, but I am excited. No matter how we feel buffeted in our flesh, no matter how tired, amen. You know, this morning, I actually woke up tired. That's the truth. I'm not going to lie. I woke up, my body, you know, is just aching. You know, it's like you, you've been walking through the night. But at the moment, uh, you know, you begin to pray and bind yourself to the will of God and counsels the counsels of God, the inner strength of God, amen, rises up rises up on the inside of you. And that's what the word of God says. Let's not kid ourselves. We live in a real world. We real challenges. Amen. We real battle. But we are not going to allow our mind to dwell on that. We are not going to allow what we feel, amen, on the outside to impact, amen, our response. Amen. When God is saying it's time to rise up, it's time to do what you need to do. We're not going to be looking around. I'm, no, We draw strength. The Bible says, and David strengthened himself in the Lord. That's a grace and a capacity we are coming into. So, friends, as we continue to build, let's continue to look unto the Lord. Amen. Who is the author and the finisher of that which, amen, we are doing? We will not build by the flesh. We will not allow the flesh, amen, to 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 interact, to to you know, to to join force. No, we will not join the things of God with the flesh. Amen. We are discarding the ways of man. We are discarding, amen, the idea of man. We're discarding that which sound, that which looks good to the human eyes, but has no amen value in the things of the spirit. Amen. I'm excited in my spirit, man, amen, because I know we are pushing, amen, we are pushing, we are pushing, we are pressing in, hallelujah, we are breaking through, amen, yes, the world are going to see, amen, the standards and the values of God, like I said yesterday, we would give them an opportunity, amen, to be able to decide the church that they have looked to and they have shaken their head the church that they have looked to and they have said no this cannot be god even though we know that we are not amen, aligning with this god but these people the kind of lifestyle the kind of pattern what we see them do does not represent god because if you say god you talk about righteousness amen you talk about you know you know life you talk about joy you talk about you know peace you talk about tranquility you talk about humility amen you talk about love you talk about you know you know integrity you talk about you know You know, skill. You talk about excellence. That's not what we're seeing. Amen. That's not what we're seeing. And the world can see. Praise God. But we need to begin to, you know, raise the standard. Amen. And call back the divine order and pattern of God. Amen. We need to begin to build. Hallelujah. That is what, you know, somebody like Noah did in his day. Noah was just the only man in his time. Just Noah and the A, hey, the Bible says, and his family. God God used that man, amen, to continue to raise his standard until the day of judgment. And if you and I and every other person out there listening and connecting with us can stand, amen, and begin to find that divine order and pattern so we can build that house, amen, that, that is mobile. We can build that temple, hallelujah, that God can inhabit. We can build, amen, that community, amen, that is one in purpose, one, amen, in spirit, hallelujah. I'm telling you, the, the Lord, amen, can then come, amen, and judge the world because then the world will not have any excuse. The world will not be able to say, sorry, but nobody told me, I never saw, there was no standard, and all the standard that we saw had all been compromised, but the Lord would say, but I had Nkumisa, but I had, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I had Isaiah, I had Tina, I had, you know, uh, uh, Mervyn, I had whoever is out there, all right, and, and so many, amen, I, but, but, but all these people were there. You know, it's like the story of Father Abraham, amen, and Lazarus, the rich, the rich, the rich man, amen. Uh, uh, the, the rich man and Lazarus and Father Abraham. All right. Uh, when, when the rich man died and Lazarus died, amen. And the, the reality dawns on the rich man. That wait a minute, I'm in a place that I, I never expected. I'm in a place that I never invested. You see, what we do here on earth, amen. We define and determine, amen, the next course of our life, we like it or not. So for people to tell you, well, I don't care, I don't bother, you know, no, I can do whatever I want to do. Well, let them do whatever what they want to do. But let us give them the opportunity to know that for every decision you make, that there's a consequence. And that's what the gospel is all about. So it's not about, amen, you know, painting it nice, you know, sweet coating it, making it look nice. No, you cannot tell people to come to God on their own terms. There's a God who rules the heavens, Amen. who is in charge. There's a king that we have out there, who rules over all things. When I collide with that God, I realize that I can no longer live my life the way I want to live it. Everybody has got a choice. He gave every one of us a choice. When you look at the church, when you look at what people are building out there, you see that people have choices you see that people have choices we can build amen whatever we want to build but at the end of the day amen he will come to judge the bible says whatever we build amen will be tried by fire we don't have the final say the world system don't have the final say No matter how heady they they are. No matter how difficult they are. No matter how pride, amen, has taken over. Lucifer thought, amen, he he can do and undo. I mean, he was a cherubim that covered. He was in the very presence of God. He was a cherubim that covered the glory of God. And so he thought, amen, because of the power of proximity, he 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 can challenge God. We know what happened. God judged him. He was cast down. He was cast down and amen and he's still being cast down and he will be cast down to hell. That's his final place of abode hell. So let's not in our day think okay I can do whatever. No, no, you don't own yourself. I don't own myself. No one owns the church. You don't own that family. You don't own that wife. You don't own, amen, that husband. You don't own that that child or that children you've got, amen. You don't own that business. You've got to understand that everything that God has given to us, everything that we see in existence, amen, must account to his glory. Isn't that a beautiful thing? So it's not just about you and your conscience and your desire. No. No god amen is involved in everything everything that we do amen must be patterned according to his desire according to his intention according to amen his his divine blueprint amen we live our life to honor him so everything that we do call it building a church building a community amen building a business amen there is a pattern that we have to build after amen that must bring glory and honor to him who rules over all amen that is the beauty And that's why we have a reference, hallelujah. That's why the Lord has given us, amen, his word. That's why this word, amen, is one of the most important things. This is one of the most important things that you can ever have, amen. The word of God, living in your heart, amen. Not just living on the shelf, living in your heart, daily engaging that word. Let the word speak to you. Because when you read the word of God, you begin to know the mind of God. You know the intentions of God. Amen. You know what is right from what is wrong. The reason why the world today is going crazy is because they don't want the word of God to dwell in them. They don't want the word of God. They, want, they don't want anything to do with the word of God because they know that the moment they begin to engage the word of God, the word of God begins to prick their conscience. And this is why they will continue to fight you. Amen. Till the bitter end. Because they don't want you. Amen. To stand on the values and the principle of God. But guess what? What will be? What is the definition, amen, of right to them? On what ground, amen, do they define what is right? You see, they don't know because they don't want to know. And that's why they can wake up tomorrow and decide, this is how we want things to go. This is the direction we want to live our life. No, uh, uh, a man and a man can marry themselves, and is there right? A woman and a woman can marry themselves, is their right? We can do and undo. In fact, today they're saying, well, we we can marry a 12-year-old. Yet they will come to Africa and challenge some of these values, but they are doing the same thing. I mean, all kinds of crazy things that is going on, you know, in Europe, in America, and across the world, all right? And, and all in the name of freedom, all in the name of, you know, I've got rights. Where does our rights stop? The one who created us, amen, has placed limits upon everything he created. There are boundaries. Even the animal kingdom knows that that church we are building amen there are boundaries there are there are there are there are there are value standard that must define amen what we are building there is nothing that god gave man to build or to do without giving him a pre- precise amen measurement build according to the pattern i showed you he didn't just give them a pattern he gave them a measure he gave them a standard he gave them a yastic. hallelujah the act that he asked noah to build amen he said it must be three-story building He gave them the measure. He gave them the material. The the quality of material that that, that must be used. So that Amen. in the day of judgment, amen, that which Noah built, amen, can stand. But not only stand, can float. Not only float, amen, can lead them to the next sphere of God's intention. Aren't we glad? This God is a faithful God. But the world doesn't want that. Uh, Unfortunately, we have imported the values of the world that we can just wake up one morning and decide. Anybody can wake up one morning and decide we want to build a church. We want to have our own thing? We want to do our own thing? Sorry, it doesn't work like that. No man take this honor upon himself. The things of God are sacred, and that includes, amen, the way we raise our children. I say the things of God are sacred, and that includes, amen, the way we raise our family, the way we raise our children, amen. You've got to understand that the God that you serve is a sacred God, amen. If you have been called out, if you have been delivered, amen, from the old Adamic nature, amen, everything that you do from the order of the new man must be patterned after the order of the heavenly order. You don't have a say you don't have the final say i don't have the final say and that's why we have to daily carry the cross i love the way the lord is speaking to us this morning we are entering amen act chapter 14 this morning we are entering act chapter 14 and the spirit of god amen will continue to lead us if anybody think that, thinks that the things that the spirit of god is emphasizing is wrong then then you you've missed it because this is the truth nothing but the truth this truth amen is what is going to set us free particularly amen in 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 the days to come there are things amen that the enemy is orchestrating the past two years has laid is still laying amen a new foundation amen of humanism many people don't understand that that's why you know i I keep wondering you know uh, church don't you understand what is going on Are, are you not no 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 you see because we the people have been captured but this spirit of just going back to their own thing no the lord is the lord is authoring our life the lord is reordering our life so we can be ready so we can be prepared for whatever is coming hallelujah and this is a prophetic platform that we are speaking that we are proclaiming and declaring that we can no longer live our life the way amen we used to live it. We can no longer do things the way we used to do it. If you're not investing in the things of the kingdom, ah, you've got something that's coming for you. God is giving us, amen, in this moment, amen, a window of opportunity. All kinds of things will be happening to you. You better understand, amen, that this is the seventh seven year, amen, of abundance. Come, speak to me, Lord. This is the seven years of abundance. Famine is coming. The Bible says famine is going to eat the earth, amen, not of food, but of the word of God, of the revelation of God, and we are entering that season, but now, listen friends, now is a time, amen, to stall, now is a time to take the posture, amen, of Joseph, now is the time, amen, to become a Joseph, amen, in in Egypt, in the midst of the corona and all the perversion and all the wickedness and all the things that the world is doing to want to take over. God, amen, has continued to resource his church. You see the way the revelation, you see the way the revelation of, of, of God's heart, amen, is being poured out. God is pouring himself in the, on the greater measure. The reason for that is because a time a day is going to come, amen, where there will be a famine. Therefore, we must know where to go. We must know where to uh, where to how to engage our life, amen, as, as sons of the prophets. We've got to understand the day of the Lord, amen, is coming. But how, how 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 prepared are we? How 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 acutely you know ready, aware are we of, of what is coming? I was reading one of my material, amen, that we wrote some years back on the prophetic. And this was before the the past, the, the, you know, the last recession that took place happened. Ten years, the Lord gave us this. word ten years before this happened. I was reading yesterday, and I said, "God Almighty, yes, God speaks." Now He's giving us another window of opportunity to get ourselves ready. We cannot play. We cannot joke. We cannot do our own thing. We have to submit. To the voice of the spirit. We have to submit to the instruction of heaven. We have to realign ourselves to the divine order and pattern of the spirit. We have to become apostolic. Amen. In our thinking. What does that mean? It means we have to return back, amen, to the divine blueprint of God's word. It means that we have to, amen, yield our will, yield our faculty, yield our soul, amen, to the process of, amen, sanctification. We have to, amen, prepare an habitation for God so that when he comes, he will not only dwell, but he can preside over everything that we stand for, that we represent. That we can be led of him in everything that we do. So that when he says go to the way of gaza we will go when he says amen go to zarephath we are there that as he leads us amen we will obey we will not second guess his voice this is the time that god wants us to hear his voice know his voice amen with clarity no mixture you know that that's the voice of my father my ship they hear my voice so God is training us once again amen to know how to hear his voice by engaging his word amen on a daily basis by en- you see what you do you see you can train your spirit we've talked about this several times everything that God amen has given to us as um, as humans amen every part of our body amen can be trained to grow to develop you know certain parts okay you, you don't need to do anything they just grow you grow But you see, if you want to engage the things of God, like your spirit, amen, like the concept of your soul, you've got to train them. You see, if you want to be the best, if you want to achieve, you want to be successful, amen, in any area of life, you know that you have to go beyond just your normal, you know, life. You have to now begin to, amen, get yourself to be trained. You need, sometimes you need a coach to train you to become the best, amen, that you desire to be. And this is what the Lord is doing right now, amen, yes, Many of us need to, amen, look for the best of the coach that can train us to produce, to get the best of, out of our life, amen. And we're talking about the things of the spirit. We need to get the best, amen, of, of coaches. You see, our countries, they want to, you know, they're into all kinds of sports. They go and look for the best coach. Why? Because they want to get the best from their people. Yes, it's not enough to say I can play. It's not enough to say well I can play a, t- a tennis. It's not enough to say well I can play football. All right, you need technical, hallelujah, uh, uh, skill. You you, you you need to know how to regulate certain dimension of your life. You need how to de- you need how to learn how to develop energy. You need to know how to conserve energy. You need to know how to behave yourself. Amen. You so many things that uh, just being able to play a football, amen, will not make you amen, a professional so you look for a coach and today god amen is releasing is he's releasing coaches all across amen the nations he's releasing prophets he's releasing apostles he's releasing amen teachers you know shepherds he's releasing men and women Hallelujah, who are skilled amen in the things of his kingdom hallelujah come off god is releasing them he's saying this is the time for you to go and look for those who are willing who are crying who are in search there are those who have been sitting at home. They know what God has called them to do, but they are tired. They don't know, you know, what to do again because they, 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 they've been messed up. They've been messed up by all kinds of things. Not just, amen, in the world, but in the church. So they're they, they not doing anything. But the Lord, I is using this platform, amen, to speak into their heart. That's why please do share some of the things that we're talking about, if not all, all the things that we're talking about. Because we want people to know that it's not over. That God has not forgotten them. Amen. That the fact that the organized church system failed them. Does not mean that. Amen. They have failed in life. No. That God is is releasing grace and giftings. And I'm glad. Amen. That there are people following us. I'm glad that there are people listening. That there are people watching. That there are people. Amen. Yes. And this is the part. I don't have to know everybody following or watching. No. I don't have to as long as the word can reach them as long as this word amen uh, i can resonate amen in, in, in their in their heart as long as they can say ah oh, finally there's a place that i can eat from finally there's a place that is saying something all right not just something that i want to hear but something that can train me because you see a coach does not just tell you what you want to hear a coach does not just amen dance to your tune no a coach seeks to bring the best out of you and sometimes i will require a rebuke Sometimes that will require, amen, him pushing you beyond, amen, your so-called limitation. Yes, because that's what the coach is is, 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 is designed to do in your life. You see, the nature of what God is doing right now is beyond just pastoral. Oh, I love this. Thank you, Father. The nature of what God is doing today, amen, is beyond just a pastoral ministry. There's an apostolic ministry. There's an apostolic grace that is even coming, amen, into the pastoral office. Because the church, amen, is, 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 is governmental. The church is apostolic by design, by structure. Yes. Just like the church, amen, is prophetic, Adelaide, by design, by intent. If you have the spirit, amen, of Christ in you, if you have the spirit of God, if you have been born again, you've given your heart to the Lord, amen, you should, amen, at least understand that dimension, amen, of the prophetic nature of God because it's part of who you are. It's part of, amen, the life that, amen, was was restored to you. That doesn't make you a prophet, but you're able to hear the voice of your father you're able to know amen the intentions of god for your life and it's from there that you can begin to seek somebody that can what train you yes that can build you that can enhance you amen that can tweak you amen that can prepare you amen yes you know there are people that when they see you they know the potential they know your potential but you see it's not enough for them to know you've got to know your own potential you've got to be willing because if they desire if they want to push you beyond your limit you may cry and say no 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 no, i don't want that you see you don't know you may know your potential but are you ready Alea, to, to 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 take that potential to become a skill a lot of people are going to die with their potential a lot of people love the Lord but they're not ready amen, to be pushed. A lot of people yes, want to serve God but they're not ready to go the extra mile. Have you seen the life of the people that we're reading in the book of Acts? They were not just ordinary people. They took amen, th- that, that extra, they added that extra into their ordinary day-to-day life and, and therefore they became extraordinary people. The Bible talks about God in extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul and his team extraordinary miracles there are extraordinary things amen that that that, that we can do amen that we can we can begin to birth but it's gonna take amen us surrendering and submitting to the divine order and pattern of the spirit it's not gonna happen by chance nothing that really truly matter happened by chance there is no true success that happened by chance there is no true victory that happened by chance You've got to take your choice, amen, and put it and marry it to a discipline. You've got to take the power of of choice God has given to you and marry that choice with the discipline, hallelujah, that brings the best out of you. That's how, amen, you, you are separated from others. If we have to take the church beyond the level that we have today, then we ha- we need men and women that will surrender and submit themselves, amen, to the kind of leadership amen, uh, uh, spirit God is God is releasing in this season in time, friends. You see, in every season, we've said this before, in every season, there is a there is a prophetic emphasis, there's a there's an apostolic ministry that God wants to see manifest in every season as the prophetic counsels of God, as the prophetic objective of God, amen, continue to unfold, there are, there are values, there are, you know, expressions, there are impressions, amen, there are kind, there are different qualities of resources, amen, that God will release, amen, to, to establish, to build, amen, and to release, amen, his intention for that season in time, so that that season in time, Alea, can become, amen, you know, a foundation or another step to the next level, you see, the things of God is from glory to glory. God does not diminish in, in glory. The glory of God does not, it does not, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, backwards. The glory of God, the things of God is always forward looking. And for you to move forward, it means that you require more energy. Have you noticed, amen, that moving, pressing further requires more energy, more determination. You can wake up today like I woke up and feel tired and feel, oh God, And then submit, amen, to that feeling. And then submit, amen, maybe to that pain. And that's it. You're defeated for the day. You see, anyone who wants to achieve anything, either in in the natural field, amen, or in spiritual things, you don't listen to the voice of your feeling. You don't listen to the voice of your flesh. Now, I'm not saying, amen, that you shouldn't respond. When you feel tired, you shouldn't rest. You should rest. But if you have to respond, that every time you feel tired, you have to respond to that. You will never achieve anything. You will never be successful. You have to know that, amen, sometimes when you feel tired, when you feel weak, amen, you need to begin to speak to your body and your mind. Hey, wait a minute. There's something to be done today. There's something to be achieved today. All right. And we have to push through. Yes. The Bible said that David encouraged himself in the Lord. When he was at the point, amen, at the lowest point of his life, that his own people, his own army, hallelujah, were planning to stone him to death. I'm saying that there is a new emphasis in regards to God's prophetic mandate for this season in time. This is the time to say, Lord, I want to go the extra mile this is the time to say i want to go the extra mile no matter what is gonna cost me amen i'm ready to push through because i know that something is about to break loose in the spirit and i'm not gonna fold my hands and just watch nothing happens by folding your hand you've got to engage the things of the spirit you've got to continue the bible says regarding that woman in the in the in, in the book of luke chapter 18 amen because of our of our importunity she continued amen to make demand on the king On the wicked judge, in fact, men always ought to pray and not to faint, not to give in, amen, to faintness, not to give in to their their weakness, not to give in, amen, to how they feel. There are days you feel good, there are days you don't feel good, all right? That's why I keep saying you cannot build your life on how you feel. Your feeling is like a yo yo, your feeling, you can't trust your own feeling. Accept the feeling that has been brought under the divine regulation, under the divine administration of God. And we need good feeling, amen, yes, to be able to worship God. Like I always say, because when you say, oh, I'm just in the spirit, I'm worshiping God. To be in the spirit means that your soul is in agreement. <laughs> to be in the spirit means that because everything that you do is an expression of, an, of, 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 of your emotion, amen, regulated by the spirit. That is worship. You can't worship God when you have no feelings. So our feeling is not the issue. Bringing our feeling under the authority, under the government of God, amen, is what we need. And that is what many people lack because we we don't have the discipline, amen, to do that. We don't have the discipline, all right? When when the body says you are tired, then you say, oh, yeah, I am tired. When the body says you are defeated, you say, I'm defeated. All is played out, amen, in the pattern of how you think. That's why they say, as a man thinks in his heart. What am I saying this morning? I'm saying God has given to us a divine blueprint. We see ordinary men, amen, who go through all kinds of pain, all kinds of situation, amen, to see that the things of God, amen, are carried to that day, to that point, to that place, amen, of divine conclusion. This is the kind of quality of men and women God is looking for in this season in time. The world knows what we're talking about. You must ask some of these rich people, some of these millionaires, the way they walk. You ask yourself, what are they working for? You know, there was a period where, you know, interviewing Elon Elon Musk about his life. This guy was sleeping in his office. I mean, this is one of the richest guys in the world, but he's sleeping in, I mean, he's... you, you could just see that something is driving these people. Beyond just, you know, that the pleasure of wanting to be rich. And, you know, but the, this guy does not give himself rest. He's like he keep pushing himself. He keep pushing himself. He keep pushing himself. And that's what the enemy wants. You're, you're pushing yourself. You find some people in the world. They're, they're, they're busy. They're all over the place. And you think, wow, that's not success. But they're pushing themselves because they want to prove a point. You see, us is not about proving a point. The Bible says, yes, they do all of this thing to receive a perishable crown. That's what the Bible calls it. That's what Paul called it. He said, but we do this thing to receive an imperishable crown. Come on. What are you living for? What is driving you? When you wake up in the morning, what drives you? What unlocks your passion? What drives your determination? What are you living for? You've got one life. You better understand that that life is designed to to be lived for the kingdom and for the advancement of God's prophetic counsel in the earth. Let God help you this morning to realign your life. Don't live your life as if tomorrow is promised to you. You only have today. The Bible says, while is today. While it's is today. Now faith is when you hear his voice harden not your heart you see there's something about now moment that must engage your life that you must engage with that adjust you like I said yesterday when you look back to where you're coming from when you look back to you know what has happened in the past couple of months in the past you know uh, two three years when you look back to amen the, the the way the world has changed and the way the world is changing when you look back to all the kinds of you know satanic demonic you know activity that is taking place all right that has that been Push into the earth you will you are forced to adjust yourself you can't fold your hand and and keep singing sarah sarah what will be will be you better be sure that what will be will be destruction you will make mention of the lord give yourself no rest and give him no rest you see the earth must be engaged by a by, by a force that is not of the earth the, en- the earth must be engaged, amen, by a value system, amen, that must reorder, amen, the, 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 the earth back to the divine order and pattern. That's what we're doing. We are bringing back, amen, the earth to that d- divine position and order that, that heaven designed it so that those who refuse it will face the idea of judgment. And those, amen, who who embrace the values of God. Because listen to this, the Bible said there is a God in this world that has blinded the mind of the unbelievers. Yes, we're not dealing with just humans who just want to, you know, do their own thing. We're dealing with, amen, humans who have been influenced, captured by demonic, satanic, amen, authority. So that's why it's not by might it's not by power every time we must remind ourselves that every time we raise a standard we proclaim the day of the lord we we, we we seek the intentions of god every time we pray and pray the mind of god the will of god we are engaging with a powerful force a powerful satanic force amen that have kept people bound the bible says those who dwell who sit amen yes in the valley of the shadow of death amen like those in the in the in the in, in, in the in the in the city of Naphtali and Zebulon I've seen a great light light don't just appear people take light to cities to nations light must be turned on light don't turn itself on light does not turn itself on. No matter how automated, you may think, yes, the world has become somebody somewhere programmed it. And if you want a light to shine in all the dark alleys of our community and society, we have to turn on light. We have to mount a you know, light poles and connect them. Amen. To to you know to to some to some to some certain you know greed to certain power you know station substation. If you want light, if you if you don't want amen criminals amen to continue to invade your community, you have to invest amen in electricity in turning on the light, in mounting a pole, security pole you know post and poles. Friends, the Lord is building His church. Thank you ladies this morning for joining everyone. Appreciate it. We're engaging the heart of God. We're engaging the mind of God. The Lord is speaking to us and he will continue to speak to us. We will not allow ourselves, amen, to be defeated by the enemy. We're going to conclude uh, chapter chapter 13 this morning and then we go to chapter 14. In fact, we're done with chapter 13, but I just kind of want to recap some things amen that we have been looking into because i love the concept that all right, we've been dealing with in the past few days how paul and paul and Barnabas went to the synagogue and we said yesterday amen that we all need to find the divine strategy we need to find courage you know to go to a synagogue where you know that uh, there are powerful religious spirits the moment they see you or are all kinds of interference begins to take place act chapter 13 let's take it from verse 13. from pamphos Paul and his companions sailed to Padia and pamphylia where John left them to return to Jerusalem from pagia they went to Pisidian Antioch on the Sabbath, on the Sabbath, they entered. That's a powerful statement. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and sat down. They didn't impose themselves, they didn't take, you know, say oh, all you guys here, you don't know nothing. <laughs> we, we are the apostles. We we brought the new thing. God is doing a new thing here. That's the attitude some people brought. You guys know nothing. Yes, they know they know nothing. But you don't come with your pride and impose, amen, your pride on them. No, the things of God must be engaged in in the heart of humility, with humility. The Bible says they sat down. After the reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of, I mean, that's the best they know. You just read from the law and the prophets, just like many are still doing today. They just read from the hymn number 165. Even though some of those hymnals are powerful, when you truly read those hymnals, amen, in the spirit of truth, when you read some of those hymnals, they are powerful. But those people, the problem is they don't have the spirit in them. Because some of the people that wrote those hymnals, that wrote those prayers down, there's some some churches, they still read their prayers, they can't pray because, you see, when when you don't have the spirit of God in you, what are you going to be saying? That's why people read, you know, they read prayer. How do you read prayer? Prayer ought to be a communion between you and God, but it's oh no, I can be so close to God. Let me just read it. No matter how close you are, amen. Reading prayer can never be compared to somebody who pray from the belly, from the from the bowels of their hearts. Out of the out of the abundance of the hearts. Out of the abundance of the heart. When there is no abundance in your heart, when the abundance of your heart is not heavenly, it's not godly, it's not kingdom. All right. You have nothing to say. That's why certain people, their prayer, their prayer doesn't pass, you know, you know, 30 seconds. And it's the truth we need to say it. Their prayer can't pass, you know, one minute. Because suddenly they don't know what to say again. Of course you don't know what to say because you don't engage with the spirit. You don't have the spirit of God in you and you're not engaging the spirit. So you can't say what you don't, what you, I mean, you, you can only give from what you have. Oh, come on, Lord. You can only give from what you have. Some people, oh, they they are very op- 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 opinionistic when it comes to you know certain you know uh, uh, you know subject, certain area of life. Have you noticed some people when it comes to politics? Whoa, my word! They can take over. When it comes to issue of you know trend and fashion, wow! They know what to talk about. When it comes to gossip, you know about their office, about who got, who did this, who did that, who came with this. They can talk. But when it comes to let us pray oh let. Uh, suddenly it's like they don't have they don't have a voice suddenly it's like their voice is you ask yourself what's going on here yes because amen the things that deals with the spirit of god ailiah it's not in them They have invested all their life, amen, in the issues of the soul, in the issues of what is going on. When you talk about, you know, Kaiser Chief, when you talk about Pirate, when you talk about Man United, when you talk about, you know, all these clubs, amen, they know what is going on. I mean, they are very vast in the things of the world, and they're supposed to be Christians. The Bible says they were just reading, amen, the law and the prophets. In the midst of all that, God is doing a new thing. God is moving God is speaking. Uh, God have ushered in a new day upon the earth. Just they don't know. Just like we read in the beginning. In, 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 in Acts chapter 1. Yes. The day God birthed Hallelujah. Amen a company of an apostolic people amen that same day there were people coming to jerusalem to do their own thing from different part of the world and what do you think they're going to be reading of course the law and the prophet in the midst of the law and the prophet god was initiating a new move in the earth as i'm speaking right now god is initiating something very powerful and if you are not seeing it you will remain where you were yesterday The church more than ever before needs people that can teach. You see, but you see, even the platform to teach, God must give us the grace to establish it like what we're doing now. You see, we need to do more. If you're you're watching, you're listening to me this morning, you will agree with me that there are people that need to hear these things. You need to do more in terms of investing so that this word can go out there. We thank God for the people, amen, that are connecting, that are listening. We thank God for the breakthrough that we're having, amen, or, you know, uh, on, on our audio, you know, uh, uh, you know, podcast, you know, platform. But I tell you, we can, there are people who have 30,000 following them, and all they're hearing, amen, is the Lord and the prophets. There are churches that, I mean, 10,000 people gather on the Sunday, but all you hear is is the voice of a man, I'm just challenging you. Also, we need to make I, This truth that God has given to us, as God has made available, we need to now make it available to others. I'm doing my path, I will continue to do my path, and I thank God for the path that you're doing. But I'm saying we can do more. Let's think. How can we make this word more, more visible out there? How can we propagate this word? How can I spread this word? What platform can I start to just share this thing? What group can I begin and begin to talk about the things that we've been talking about here? We have the authority. We have the right to do that. This is not Isaiah's word. I'm just here, amen, to produce. I'm just here to coach you. I'm just here to say this is the demand of God. It's your responsibility to take the word beyond this level, amen, and, and, and make it go further. Because that's how people are going to hear. We read that scripture in Romans chapter 10. How can they hear, accept, the, accept amen, people assent them, to sent to them. Let's not get used to just hearing this word. No. Heaven, heaven will make demand. Heaven is making demand on you. That's what we want. We want this seed to multiply. Come on, friends. We want this seed to multiply, to go beyond 30 fold. We want this seed to, amen, to hit 60 fold. Amen. To reach, amen, beyond average. Amen. Moving towards that hundredfold dimension. Yes as I will never will never stop you from doing that you must do that you you should do that don't just take the word for yourself alone and, and hide it no spread it around tell somebody about it do you know there's a platform you can go to you can you can begin to you know grow and and, and be changed and be empowered This is not just about one aspect of life. We speak, amen, the word of life that deals with every area of life. We've dealt with marriage. We're still going to continue our very soon. We're going to be dealing with materials that speaks into the life of our children. We will deal with, amen, issues that deals with finance, the marketplace. We've been speaking about that. So this is not just about one area. You see, my prophetic orientation is not just about people going to heaven and Jesus coming back we talk about that, but it's about, amen, how to live life amen, on earth, the way heaven designed it, and when the Lord comes amen, if he then decides to take us home, then we're ready to go home, but before he comes, we want to occupy how do we occupy, before he comes he says, occupy till I come, we want to teach the values and the principle how to win via the principle and the standards of God's word we're not giving up, we're not backing down We're redefining what, amen, the community of the saints is. The size, the big size does not translate to, amen, efficiency. Big size does not translate to efficacy. No, it's the quality, amen, of the heart of those who gather. It's the quality, amen, of the mind of those who engage the things of God in the place of fellowship. When three, four people come together to pray together, to fellowship together, I tell you, they can move, they can move God, amen, to move the city, to move community. Yes, because their heart aligns. We can have hundred people gather together. You can have a thousand people gather together and they're as blind as a bat and all they're doing is making noise. All they're doing is entertaining themselves. So we're talking about, amen, effectiveness, effectiveness efficiency amen we're talking about if the bible says "Amen." the word of god is quick and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword the position of the word of god in our life is what makes us effective it's not the size as much as i want people to know the scripture amen back back to back amen revelation to to genesis genesis to revelation yes it's our it's our calling and responsibility to do that but listen to me that is not the 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 the, 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 the essence of the of, of, of the scripture the scripture amen must must become life to us if all you know amen is five good scriptures that are life in you that five good scripture amen will light the light of other scripture you see there's some people oh they, they know they can quote scripture But they're as dead as the burial ground. So the scripture says Amen. After reading the law and the prophets, because there's nothing else to do. Remember the Ethiopian Enoch, he went to Jerusalem to go hear the priest preach. But they cannot really divide the word of truth. So he was going home, reading the book of Isaiah. He had no understanding of what he was reading. The spirit of God, listen to this, the spirit of God asked a man who just had a major breakthrough. Had a major breakthrough. The spirit of God said, leave that that breakthrough. There is one man that I need you to connect with. The Ethiopian Enoch. Go stand by the way of Gaza can you see god i've always told you this it's not that it's not about size god looks about purpose god looks about his prophetic objective god knew that amen if this Ethiopian you know, get back to his country without a man connecting to what amen the, the the lord is tearing his heart to us he may be discouraged but if this man can know the truth you see that's i'm very strategic and I'm very strategic about the kind of people, amen, that I connect with. When God says connect with this person and I connect with you, I know there's a prophetic purpose. I know there's a prophetic objective of God, amen, bringing us together. I don't allow those, you know, distraction to, to distract me. That's why when I'm connected to you, I'm connected to you, alright? If you like, you can fall into all kinds of things and jump here and there. I will be chasing you until the counsel of God, amen, is fulfilled in your life. And I'm very good, amen, in shutting people out of my life, yes. There are many people that are try to connect to me because you guys connected to me. And I said, sorry, I'm not saying to you. My principle is, if this person connects to me, all right, and I can relate with this person, well, whatever I have given to this person can be also translated to that person. I don't need everybody in your family to be connected to me. If one can be connected to me, you can take the fire that you have received, hallelujah, and keep it burning in your own home. So we are not distracted. You see, the things of God has to be engaged with strategy. God said, leave the 5,000 go, one man. because that one man has an access to the nation. One man has access. he's got a man. he's got the key to access, to speak amen, to influence not just his leadership, but the nation of Utopia. We've got to be very strategic. This is what is called apostolic. It's not a lingua. An assignment is a lifestyle, is a position, is a condition of life. It's not just some lingua, it's not just making noise. No, it's not some new trend in the church. The apostolic is as ancient as the church the church by intent by design by establishment is apostolic meaning that amen it is established on the values and principle of the kingdom and is hallelujah ordained and designed to carry that value and prin- principle amen into the world as salt and light if it's apostolic it has the power to influence if it is apostolic it has the authority hallelujah to bind and to lose if it's apostolic it has the wisdom to build the intentions of God if it's apostolic amen it has access amen into the dimension hallelujah that connects with the heart of the father if it's apostolic amen it is it is it is called amen to worship God amen if it's it's apostolic it has the power the power and the spirit amen of unity and, and fellowship and oneness hallelujah if it's apostolic it shares all things in common with the brethren if it's apostolic hallelujah, it has the authority amen, to handle the word of God amen this apostolic is connected with the spirit of Christ which is prophetic it can see into the future oh Lord we thank you after reading from the law and the prophets the leaders of the synagogue Sent word. The leaders of the synagogue. You see, there are leaders there. Send words to them saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exaltation from the people, speak. Don't speak until you are given permission. Oh, Jesus. Let God walk in the heart of the people and prepare them. Because when God gives us entrance and permission to speak, you see, we don't bump into things. We don't force our way into things. That is something the Lord, amen, has taught me. And I've, I've, I've always walked in. I don't force myself on people's ministry. I don't, I don't. I don't try to impose myself. If access is not given to me, I don't force. I don't impose myself. Because if you do, <laughs> listen, all you're going to have is yourself. God is not going to be there. And you need God, amen, to touch the heart of people. Come on. You need God to change the heart of people. Not good words. Not semantics. Not some prophetic lingua. Not you being smart. Those things are good. If the Spirit of God, hallelujah, can use them. I love God's word. You see, oh, I was saying something earlier. I just feel I need to go back to this. When you allow the Spirit of God to train your spirit, you see, you have this boldness and this confidence. Not this self-assurance. I'm not talking about that. But there's this boldness that comes via the Spirit that you can represent God's intention. Because it's not coming from your might or power. Your spirit, you see, must be built up, must be trained. Your spirit must be encouraged. And to do that, you've got to understand, amen, how God trains you. How God God wants to train you. You see, the way God trains Sally is different from the way God trains Luke or John. The way God trains Martha is different from the way God trains Mary. Amen. Each training, amen, is connected to the uniqueness of their calling. Yes. Our spirit differs. But your spirit needs to be trained. You need that, amen, to be able to immediately identify the things of God. To be able to identify the forces of darkness. To be able to identify true relationship. To be able to identify, amen. You see, one of, the, one of our sisters that you know, f- follows us sent a message to me a few days ago that she, she needed my assistance in, in, in terms of the prophetic So I, so I just quickly replied to her, I said, yes, I mean, I'll be more than willing to, you know, to assist, you know, I thought that she needed some material, you know, in regards to prophetic, or she wanted to ask me some question in relating to the prophetic, right? and I'm like, whoa, yeah, I'll be, I'll be more than willing to do that, so the, the next morning, I read her message again, so then I realized, no, she, she wasn't asking about me, you know, giving her material, she wanted to interview me on the prophetic, because she's got, you know, her own channel, she wanted to, you know, interview me on the prophetic. I'm like, wow, I just busted into laughter. And the Holy Spirit said, why are you laughing? This is a sign. I'm, te- I'm using this to show you something, to reveal something to you, and to release something about what you've been, you know, waiting on me for. I'm like, okay, Lord, thank you. You see, relationship is very important the things of God. Sometimes it's just somebody inviting you. It's not by the invitation, but that invitation became a, a, a signal to me. Just like, you know, a few years back you know the material we wrote on the prophetic is amazing how god work. 10 years ago i think we did some training i did some training with some brethren on the prophetic all right and after that i didn't do anything again i didn't say anything about the prophetic i didn't do any teaching about the prophetic then uh some few years ago if i'm not mistaken maybe about five six years ago a brother you know sent a message to me said look prophet i need you to assist me on this issue of the prophetic he's been bothering me and all of that and the moment that person said that the holy spirit said to me now is the time to start the prophetic school and guess what that's when we started up our, our leadership you know our, our zadok leadership prophetic school there's always a period of time all right that the due season all right of what god wants to do or bring forth come and but most time listen to this most time it may not come by you hearing an audible verse thus said the lord isaiah phillips now is the time that i need you to start the prophetic school no god may send somebody it may be somebody inquiring a question it might be somebody wanting to know something it may be god leading you to a place it may just be amen you're having a conversation you see that's why everything we do amen as humans, in the things of God, amen, as signals. they are signs and signals, amen, it was it was uh, uh, is it Isaiah that said, amen, uh, you know, me and the sons that God has given to me were for signs and wonder. That signs and wonder does not re- mean, does not represent okay, you're going out, casting a demon, amen, your action ought to be a sign, your movement ought to be a sign and ought to be a wonder. Your words How you interact with people when people speak, how you interpret. You see, when this person said this, the interpretation, all right, to me was like, okay, this is a signal for something bigger. But you see, I'm I'm already ready. I'm ready because the materials are ready. but then I had to start adjusting myself. Yesterday, I said, "Okay, Lord, now if I'm going to do this, I'm seeing this beyond just an interview. I'm getting myself ready for the next phase, Amen, of the prophetic, you know, ministry that you want me to engage, hallelujah in the nation of South Africa and beyond." Most times, God's voice will come through, Amen. People's question. Most of the time, you will hear God's mind and intention. Amen. Through people's, you know, uh, 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 you know, desire, or even through a circumstance. That's why you cannot look at things or hear things on a face value. All right. When you hear, you've got to hear again. When you see, you've got to see again. Yes. There's always the back end to everything. There's always the back end to everything that you see in the natural. There's always the back end to everything you hear in the natural. All right. Don't just hear with your ears. The Bible says they will not, you know, they will not judge by what they hear and what they see. You've got to be, you've got to be in the spirit to be able to discern the true reality of what you're hearing. The things that God is saying, eyes are there, but they cannot see. Ears are there, but they cannot hear. Is somebody listening this morning? This is how we grow in the things of the spirit. So if you don't have the right relationship around you, it may be difficult for you to enter into certain things. Have you, have you seen how God uses relationship in the book of Acts? Paul and Silas. Separate to me, Paul and Silas, for the work I have assigned them. But remember, it was Paul, excuse me, it was Silas, it was, it was uh, Paul and Barnabas, excuse me. It was Paul and Barnabas. It was Barnabas who introduced Paul Amen. to the community of elders in Jerusalem. It was Barnabas that went to look for, amen, look, look for, look for, you know, a a Saul in Tarsus who brought him. So, you see, there was a relationship, amen, even before, amen, the spirit of God. Now, you see, God can two walk together. That's the key. Can two walk together except they're being in agreement. Agreement is not the fact that you agree on a, on a, on a, on a, you know, on a natural, you know, human level. Agreement is of the spirit. there are some people that i like them i mean as christians as I, i mean but i i'm not in agreement with them my spirit is not in agreement with them that's why you see even in the concept of joining together one body we all cannot agree on everything because we are not all in the same level amen of maturity we are not all in the same level amen of spiritual values you see our our agreement amen, is in the place of value is in the place of spiritual philosophy you say is there something like that yes there is yes there is we we talked about a guy who knew amen the baptism of john his name is apollos until amen he came into the network into the life into the relationship of priscilla and aquila amen he was not upgraded amen to know better there are people who are prophets but their prophetic, you know, uh, uh, you know, philosophy, amen, is just limited to the nation of Israel. That's what they define to be the prophetic. It's Israel it's end time, all right? Is 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 you know uh, uh, the Antichrist coming, all right? some some their prophetic understanding is about israel and it's about amen the tabernacle and everything they talk about is around the you know uh uh, uh, the menorah and all of that you you see that that's their understanding about the prophetic no that is being spiritual you see the prophetic is not just about a place amen it's not just about a piece of you know uh, uh rare estate no it's not just about a tribe it's not just amen about some people the prophetic is about the nature of god oh the prophetic is about the nature of God. hallelujah is about is about the position, amen, of Christ in His ascended dimension, amen. Is about you seeing things, amen, from that elevated realm. It's not about you, amen, using, amen, a, a, a Jewish or you know or you know a Roman calendar, amen, to calculate things. No. It's not about the Antichrist. The prophetic is not about the Antichrist. It's not about, you know, uh, eschatology. It's not about the end time. It's it's not about, you know, Brussels. It's not about what is going on in Europe. No. All of those are inclusive, amen, in the act of what the prophetic, amen, seeks to align, correct, and change, or even judge. But the prophetic is about the Spirit of God walking through humans, bringing his counsel to fruition. So one thing the Lord has helped me to do is not to allow people, all right, to clone my prophetic spirit, or amen, to limit my prophetic amen uh, 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 understanding to one place, to one region, to one part of the Scripture. Everything you read in the Scripture is prophetic, because amen. God speaks with, 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 with design. God speaks with, amen, with, with an objective, amen. God speaks, amen, with a mandate. Everything that you read, there's, there's, there's nothing in the scripture that is not prophetic. You know what? Because the prophetic speaks about the unveiling of God's mind, of God's counsel, of God's desire. The prophetic is not about the past, it's not about the future. The prophetic, amen, is about, amen, the ever-present now in God. It's about the continuity, amen, of of, of the program of God, amen, for the redemption, amen, of man and the finality of the intentions of God in the earth. You see, when we have this broad understanding about the things of God, we will not allow man, amen, to limit it, to 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 clone it, amen, or to, you know, uh, uh, box it. That's the word. We, we want to box the things of God. So, when we talk about the prophetic, then they, they say you must hate certain people, you must dislike certain tribe, alright, or, or God is, I mean, we cannot, we cannot limit the things of God, amen, to our own theological ideas and preference. Many who call themselves prophets, amen, are by us, have been captured by a narrative. To them, the prophetic, amen, must be pro America, must be pro Israel. That's not the prophetic. God so loved the world. As individual, amen, has got the choice to decide for God. So are nations. And God, amen, would judge nations, amen, based on how they respond back to his redemptive program, to his love. This thing is not predestined. Some I mean, people think certain places are predestined to be doomed. That is an Antichrist gospel. I thank God that God freed me and delivered me from that narrative of what people call the prophetic. <laughs> Isn't amazing? I'm supposed to be introducing Acts chapter 14, but just look at the foundation the Lord has laid down for us again this morning. I just love God's word. I just love the spirit of truth. Picking just one word. After reading from the law and the prophet. The leaders of the synagogue. Sent word to them. Who are them? Paul and Barnabas. Saying brothers. They call them brothers. If you have a word of exaltation. That word exaltation. Amen. Is one of the definition of the prophetic. The prophetic ministry. Amen. Seeks to bring exaltation. You lift the people up. You lift their spirit Allah. You build them up. You edify them. Exaltation for the people. When people come to church, they should, amen, be exalted. Not lift them up above God, but you should lift their spirit. A spirit that is downcasted, that is downtrodden. Do not have, amen, the desire to achieve the things of God. So, no matter how down you feel, when you come into an atmosphere where the word of God, amen, is being declared, you should feel exalted. You should feel liberated. Even if that word brings judgment, you should say, oh, finally I'm free. I'm free. The weight should fall off you. And this is what Paul began to do. He brought a word of exaltation by leading the people, amen, through their historic life. And how God used their history, amen, to bring forth his redemptive program by revealing Christ. This is what Paul did. Paul and Barnabas. Paul standing up, motioned with his hand and said, fellow Israelites. Paul was he an Israelite. Paul was from Tarsus. But this this culture this nature this life there is no one amen that could that we can say is more is that is more Israelite than Paul but Paul is not an Israelite Paul amen is from Tarsus Saul of Tarsus but we can see that amen either his parent amen you know became a jew amen yeah by migrating to israel or something happened all right that this man it grew up amen as a jew but he was born in fact when the persecution arrived the bible says he went to tarsus but i'm saying what i'm saying is amen based on his calling based amen on on his on his development based on the intentions of god amen israel had become in fact the zeal that he claimed he had, if you read the book of uh, Romans chapter 7, the zeal that he had for Israel, amen, is stronger than anyone that is a biological Israelite. In fact, he referred to him, himself as an Israelite. Passos is close to uh, Syria. In fact, he's in Syria. So that's, that understanding has to be there. See, so, so God can bring somebody from a different part of the world, amen, and and and, and infuse his life, infuse his spirit in a in a, in, a, in a in a total different region, amen. To the point that that region becomes, amen, the second life, the second nature of that person, and that is what mission is all about. See, when God sent me to this nation, I married this nation. Everything about this nation become part of part and parcel of my life. So when I when I speak things that that seek to condemn ungodliness in this nation, not because alright I'm looking down, I'm speaking down. No, it's because there's a zeal, there's a passion, there's a longing to want to see a change. See, you can say things that is wrong, amen, to castigate. You can st- you can still challenge things, amen, that is wrong, amen, to bring a change. It all depends on the, the, your perspective. If you are in a nation. And something is wrong, and you cannot raise your voice to challenge that thing. And just because you're a South African, you cannot challenge the wrong in South Africa. It means you have no understanding about what the kingdom of God is all about as a believer. If it's wrong in South Africa, and it's wrong in Nigeria, it's wrong. If it's wrong in America, amen, and it's wrong, amen, in, 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 in Canada, it's wrong. It cannot be right somewhere else because of uh, the narrative that is being portrayed. And that's what, amen. You know, unbelievers and those who are, you know, trying to, you know, reintroduce the national nationalistic spirit into the church are doing. So, if if it's from America and if it's wrong, no, no, you should not talk about it. You don't talk about it. You should talk about it. Because we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Amen. If it's wrong, it's wrong. That doesn't mean that we hate the place. We don't like the place. If it's wrong in South Africa, if it's wrong in Canada, if it's wrong in in Cameroon, if it's wrong, amen, in Libya, it's wrong. And we should say it's wrong so that we can correct it. We should never be afraid, amen, to look at evil. Amen. And call it for what it is. We should never be afraid. Of what people will say or think about us. I mean I was reading scripture a few days ago. Where Jesus was saying war unto you Chorazin. If the work that was done. Amen. The place. I've been done here. They would have been. They would have changed. Repent long time ago. He was. He was cursing. He <laughs> was cursing them. War unto you. Why? Because they didn't respond to truth. So judgment is coming. We must understand these values and let it drive our life. In the things of God, amen. We're not prejudicial. In the things of God, hallelujah, we don't take side. And what side are you? Joshua asks the angel. The angel said, I'm I'm not in any side, I'm on the Lord's side. See when the when the issue of, of elect, election problem in America just before Donald Trump was removed, and people were you know either anti you know uh, you know pro Trump or anti, and we made it clear we are not on any side. We are on the side of the Lord because it's from that that you are able to see things and judge effectively. But if you have to be taking side, you would have you would have judged. Amen. the things that God defines to be right, and you would have condemned amen, what God decides, says to, to be true. So let's understand this. Let, let me round up this morning, friends. I guess the Lord has achieved what he wants to achieve in our life this, today. Standing up, Paul men, you know, motioned with his hand and said, fellow Israelite and you Gentiles who worship God. So yeah, there are Gentiles who worship God. Listen to me, he said this is listen to me with a big exclamation mark listen to me he said the god of the people of israel chose our ancestors he made the people prosper during their stay in egypt with mighty power he led them out of that country for about 40 years he endured their conduct for about 40 years he endured their conduct in the wilderness And he overthrew seven nations in Canaan, giving their land to his people as their inheritance. This is God doing this. So for those who are saying, well, certain place, well, it does not belong to Israel. No, no. God gave them because that's one of the ways God judged amen, the Canaanites. He took their land, amen. He gave it to the Israelites as their inheritance. All this took about 450 years. This is Paul tracking the history of the people. Because sometimes you want to reach a people, you've got to know their history. You've got to know where they're coming from, amen. So you can correct anomalies. You can correct, amen, misrepresentation. You can correct things, amen, that people take for granted or the assumption. Four hundred and fifty years, all this took place. After this, God gave them, amen, judges. So, in other words, God changed the method now of leading them. He gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. A shift took place. A transition took place. Then the people asked for a king. Not that God gave them. Now is the people asking. Then the people asked for a king. He gave them Saul, the son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled for 40 years. Listen to that. Who ruled? Paul was a ruler. Was not just... He wasn't a leader. Excuse me, not Paul, Saul. Amen. Saul was a ruler. You see, there's a difference between a ruler and a leader. We're not going to deal with that today, but that's very important. He ruled them for 40 years. After, listen to this, after removing, who removed him? The people asked for Saul, but God removed him. After 40 years, amen, of destroying the land, of destroying the people, of destroying their identity, of destroying their destiny amen of changing the course of God's prophetic plan for the people Bible said God removed him he made God made their God made David their king amen God made David it was God who made you see that's why I said we don't inf- we don't enforce we don't impose ourselves have you noticed that several times David had the opportunity amen yes. To to take what belongs to him. He, he was already crowned king. Excuse me. He was already anointed, you know, to be a king. He was not crowned yet, but he was already anointed. And he had the opportunity, amen, to remove Saul so that, you know, he can the prophecy can come to pass. You see, we don't enforce, we don't force ourselves. We don't do, we don't make, we don't force the hand of God, amen, to bring his prophetic plan to pass. We wait for the right time. If God has ordained something for you, nothing can take it as long as you continue to follow in obedience the heart of God. Listen to this. You cannot manipulate the hand of God to bring to pass a prophetic word. Every prophetic plan of God for our life has a due date. Has a due date. At due time. Yes. At due time. The word that was spoken by the prophet came to pass there's a due time there's a there's a due time and due time must go through divine process God made David amen their king God God testify concerning him this is God testifying concerning the man I have found so he's searching God is looking for people that he can use amen that can carry his leadership intentions and program amen he said I have found David the son of Jesse is God still looking today yes Is God still finding people? Yes, I believe. There are still people today God is calling, amen, into the prophetic ministry, into the leadership ministry, into his apostolic, amen, community. There are still people God is looking for that will carry, amen, the counsel of his economy, and manifest it into the nations. Yes, I have found, so God was looking. The eyes of the Lord is running through and through the earth, looking for those whose heart has stayed on him. I have found David the son of Jesse. A man is a man. it's not an angel. So men, hallelujah, can be found by God. A man after my own heart who will do everything I want him to do. What a heart. What a heart. So this is, this is the narrative of Paul. He, I mean he took them back. This is, this is the word of exaltation that this man is bringing to the people. And he brought them, hallelujah, to the point where he led them to make a choice for the Lord. In verse 26, it says, Fellow children of Abraham and you, God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent to us. It didn't say just to you. The people of Jerusalem and their ruler did not recognize Jesus because he led them down to Jesus. Yet in condemning him, they fulfilled the word of the prophets. They fulfilled the words of the prophets. Remember, they were reading the law and the prophets. So now Paul is helping them to what? To give them clear understanding and interpretation Amen. of this law and the prophets. The law and the prophet is, is, is filled Amen. with God's counsel. God's redemptive, you know, some people say, amen, the New Testament is concealing the old, and the old is concealing the new. So Paul is unsealing the word, he's breaking the seal of the word, he's bringing the people, amen, to the point of realization that this book that you guys read every Sunday, amen, uh, or every Saturday, uh, uh, alright, without understanding, let me give you insight into it. Yet condemning him, they fulfill, amen, the word of the prophets, That I read every Sabbath. You see? That I read every Sabbath. Though they found no... Though they found no proper ground for a death sentence, they asked Pilate to, to have him executed. When they had carried out all that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in the tomb. But God, hallelujah, but God raised him from the dead. And for many days he was seen by those... Who have traveled with him from, from Galilee to Jerusalem in case you think this man is still dead, you know, on the grave somewhere, in the grave somewhere. No, God raised him up. And many people saw him. So he's saying, guys, you don't have an excuse. This Jesus is alive and well. And we, our life, is a living testimony, amen. Of his of you know of his of, of his existence. They are now witnesses to our people. So Paul went and continued to speak, and of course the scripture says many of them were converted. He went further. He spoke about David. All right, we've dealt this. We've, we've dealt with this before. I'm just kind of recapping our mind. All right, on uh, uh, some of the things that I felt we need to look look at again let's quickly go to verse 44 as Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue the people invited them you know after all this long sermon and bringing them to understand amen God's you know a, a redemptive objective for the nation of Israel and through the leadership amen that had led the people of God the Bible says when they finished, Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath in other words hey Paul, don't leave us hanging here. There's more we believe there's more in you. There's more you wanted to say. But we're not, yes, the time is up today. But could you please come back next Sabbath? When the congregation was dismissed, many of the Jews, listen to this: many of the Jews and the devoted convert to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who talked with them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. So we are beginning to see, all right, that this word actually. Produced fruits. Many of the Jews. Amen. Many of the Jews. And devoted converts to Judaism. Devoted converts to Judaism. Not to Christianity. To Judaism. I keep saying it. Let me say it again. There's a big difference between Judaism. Amen. And Christianity. All right jesus was born amen uh, uh, as a jew yes jesus was born in israel yes but guess what jesus did not practice judaism he fulfilled the law hallelujah and through his life he established a new way he didn't establish amen uh, 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 a new religion no 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 jesus did not come to establish another religion the religion ended Alleluia, with, with 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 john who was the finality amen of the law and the prophets after John, the Bible says the kingdom of God is established. The kingdom of God is not, uh, it's not a realm of religion. The kingdom of God, amen, is a life or a lifestyle of people who live after the heavenly order in the earth. That's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is the extension, amen, the kingdom of God on earth is the extension of the kingdom of God in heaven. Paul, you know, uh, the, our Lord Jesus Christ, no Paul, amen, or any other person did not establish a religion. No, the religion stopped and died, amen, with John. John was the last of that religious system. John, amen, was the bridge of a new day. He said, behold the lamb that take away the sin of man, amen, back in the day uh, if you want to sacrifice, you sacrifice a bull and a ram and all of that. But when Jesus came, Paul and excuse me, John said, "Behold, the Lamb of God." It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a relationship with a man, not with a thing, not with an animal, not with some you know sect. Not with, no, it all ended. That's why we say the church is not a religious center. The church is not some bunch of religious you know uh, 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 guys. No. The church is a living being. The church is a home. The church is a family. It's a life. It's a lifestyle. It's not something you just do in a place. You go, amen. It's who you are, wherever you are. The church is who you are, wherever you are. I love that statement. The church is who you are, wherever you are. Wherever you go, you reflect church. Church. Because church is the extension of the kingdom of God. Church is a representative of the authority of God, of the economy of God within the space of man. You can be alone, amen, in the desert. You're a church there. Because you represent God's intention. Hallelujah. So the devoted men, they followed him. When the congregation, amen, yeah, we we'll finished that. As Paul and Barnabas were living in the synagogue, the, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath. When the congregation was dismissed, many of the Jews and the devoted converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas who talked with them and urged them, encouraged them to continue in the grace, in the grace of God. Listen to this, verse 44. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered. Word had spread words have spread this is what i call organic hallelujah uh, 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 evangelism not the hybrid evangelism we do today organic evangelism amen mouth to mouth hand to hand people were going and 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 were sharing of the testimony amen of the things that happened to them the first time amen they heard this man they said guys i mean they were going to call their family you know the bible says On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. They didn't come to watch a miracle, they came to hear the word of the Lord. (laughs) When the Jew saw the crowds, they were, you know, when the Jews saw the crowd, they were filled with jealousy. You thought they tolerated them when they invited them. I'm sure they would have said, We made a mistake to have invited these people to speak. Bible says when the Jews saw the crowd, they were filled with jealousy because that's their that's their economy going. You know, the crowd is their economy, the crowd, the crowd, amen, is their power. The crowd is from the crowd, they make their money. Ah, they said this is trouble here. This is trouble here. It's like inviting Isaiah to your church. We declare the counsel of God, we bring the word of God. I remember there was a church I was preaching. I was, as I was preaching, you know, as they normally would do, people were getting up. They were coming to throw their money to the altar. I got vexed in my spirit. I said, stop it. Don't vex my spirit. Stop it. Take your money. Go back and sit down. This is ungodly. (laughs) I'm sure I must have vexed all, you know, her, all the elders and all the apostles sitting there that day you see i didn't even think twice who was there i just I, to me this is an abomination you like what i'm saying you you were stand by what i'm saying that doesn't mean you see you see that's a spirit that has been stayed in the house you wind the people when you when they get to that point where yeah the man of god is bringing some so-called revelation suddenly people start getting up they want to throw I said, please don't throw money at me. Please, pick your money. When I'm done, you can give your offering or you look look for the offering guy. Go put your money there. But don't distract me. That was my word. Don't distract me. Oh, I love it when I can speak the truth without looking at anybody's face. I magnify my office. I'm sure that day I spoiled the show for those people because, you know, that's money. How do you tell the people take your money back? <laughs> take your money back. I didn't say they shouldn't give, but know how to give, know when to give. Because I've watched some of their some of their so-called apostles. when they when they get to that point. Yes, when they see that the people can no longer think straight. They, 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 they throw in that word and the people start getting up. The, the more the people get up, the more the fire on. Yeah, it's more money. No, that is using the gift of God. That is merchandising the gift of God. That's what makes our pulpit unholy, corrupt, perverted. That's what, amen, turn the people to become wine drinkers. You make the Nazarene to drink wine. On the sabbath the, 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 the on the on the next Sabbath almost the whole city gathered <laughs> but now they're not gathered to listen to the to the to the you know to the Pharisee they're not gathering to listen to the elders of the synagogue they're gathered to listen to this man Paul Paul and Barnabas when the Jews saw the crowd they were filled with jealousy that's what the bible says I love this they began to what? Listen to this. They began to contradict. I mean, why didn't they contradict the first time they heard? Because it was just a people that was in the synagogue. But at this time around, they realized, come on, if we don't do something, these guys are going to take the job from us. These guys are going to take, man the ministry from us. These guys are going to run us out of markets. Just like Jesus ran them out of market, he took the whip, amen, and drove them out of the synagogue. Don't turn my father's house to the house of merchants. Because more crowd to them is more money. But we when we see more crowd, amen, it's more soul into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. When the when the when the Jews saw the crowd they were filled with jealousy, they began to contradict what Paul was saying and, listen to this, what Paul was saying, and heap abuse on them. <laughs> Another spirit perched on that religious spirit, amen, that had been in to suddenly was awakened and was empowered and they accused them. Then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly. I love this. Don't think we're going to be quiet. Don't. Now God is giving us this harvest and you want to destroy the harvest. That's what we need to do. This is where we need true apostles. Amen. To take the stand that when, amen, the things of God are being contradicted and people, amen, are being hindered to hear the word of God, that's when we need, amen, the government of the church, the leadership of the church, the elders in the house to rise up and say, no, we are not going to take this. The Bible says, then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly, not timidly. We have to speak the word of God to you first. That's what they said. We had to speak the word of God. Listen, Paul was saying we went through the right protocol. We didn't just go open a shop out there and begin to do our own thing. We came to the synagogue. We sat down. We listened. You beckon on us. You recognize the grace of God upon our life. We brought the word of God to you. We spoke the word of God to you first. Since you rejected it and you do not consider yourself worthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light to the Gentiles, Karabayando. Somebody listening this morning. I have made you a light. Paul said we are magnifying our office. We are only fulfilling our prophetic mandate. The things that God has commissioned us to do is what we are doing. We are carrying out our mandate. God says, I have made you a light to the Gentiles." In other words, Paul is remembering, amen. Yes, what God told him in Acts chapter 9 when he got converted. Yes, when Agnes was almost, you know, blowing it. God said, no, go, he's a chosen one. God pray for him for the restoration of his sight God said I have made you a light to the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth come on oh God I'm going to stop here now. feel an anointing over my life I have ordained you as a light to the Gentiles that you may bring salvation listen to this to the ends of the earth no limits wow Listen, when the Gentiles had this, they were glad and honored the word of the Lord, and all who were appointed for eternal life believed. Lord, we glorify your name. Lord, we magnify you. You are holy. Your word is eternal. What can we say to these things? Something is happening in the spirit. Thank you, Lord, for breaking the seal of your word. Thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. Thank you, Father, for your grace right now that is illuminating us. Oh, your word is life. Your word is healing. Your word is deliverance. May the power of this word, oh God, infuse the heart's the soul, the mind, the faculty, O oh God, of my brothers and sisters. May they come to knowledge. May they begin to come to the full knowledge of what you have ordained and intend for their life in this curious moment. I pray, Spirit of the Lord, that as many that will come, O oh God, under the influence of this word, oh, will be enriched in the spirit of your grace will rise up and take their place in the fulfillment of their prophetic mandate. I thank you. We release this word into the nations. We release this word into the nations. We proclaim the blessings of God. Yes, right now. We proclaim the ministry of God's grace. We proclaim the ministry, yes, of God's truth. To break barriers and limitation. We declare in Jesus' name. Let a new crop, a new cream of leaders emerge. Who will take the words of God to the ends of the earth. In the name of Jesus. No holds back. No limits in the name of Jesus. Advancement we declare today. We thank you. Rise, O God you and the ark of your might oh god you and the ark of your might come, come to your place of rest show yourself mighty and strong, let the church empower, let the church energize, let the church yes enrich in your grace and goodness in your favor, let the church arise oh god, yes fill with your spirit, begin to build oh god, even as wisdom builds them oh god, I thank you, I honor you O god I will never be the same again lord as we contact as we connect with this word lord i thank you for those that are getting healed for those that are getting restored for those that are getting redeemed for those that are getting revived i thank you father for the for the nature of your spirit for your kingdom that is manifesting right now in the name of jesus thank you for the spirit of awakening thank you father for conviction in the hearts of men young and old we bless your holy name we take our place Thank you, Lord, for the spirit of the journey. Thank you, Lord. Yes, once again, that our meat is to do the will of you who have sent us. Thank you, Lord, that we do no longer say it's four months before the harvest. Our eyes are are lifted to see the field. We say, indeed, it is white already for harvest. We throw in the sickle. We thank you, O God. Yes, for skillful men and women. You You are deploying into your field. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim this day that your church, your ecclesia is rising up. And is taking a rightful place. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. The knowledge of your glory is covering the earth as the water covers the sea. Thank you, Father, for life, reform, transform, empower, endow, yes, enrich in the spirit of God. We bless you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the healing of my body, of my eyes. Thank you, Lord, for perfecting your will in my life. Thank you, Lord, for this ministry rising. Yes, thank you, Lord, for resources that you are releasing into this work. Thank you, Lord, Father, for men and women who are hearing, oh God, of your fame through this platform. Who will say, what can we do? Yes, to be part. We want to be part of this. We see the hand of God upon your life. We see what you're declaring. We hear your heart. And we declare in the name of Jesus that we want to be part of this. Father, thank you right now. That you bring men and women who will lift my hands as we continue to declare victory in the camp. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for breakthrough, 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 breakthrough in Jesus' name, victory in Jesus' name, deliverance in Jesus' name, healing in Jesus' name, restoration in Jesus' name. Let your house be built, O God, stone to stone, wall to wall, in the name of Jesus. Unity of heart, unity of purpose. Unity of intention. Unity of faith. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. Glory, glory to your name, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to your name. Thank you, Father, for great and mighty things that you've done. Oh, praise your name. Hallelujah. The Lord is good amen and amen well thank you so very much everyone this morning those who are listening watching us wherever you're watching from wherever you're connecting from we want to believe God to continue to expand we hope by the end of this year to add two more platforms to you know to this network so we can continue to expand amen the richness of this word what a what an enriching word what what a way to start amen, a new week what a day what a glorious release of God's heart hallelujah once again thank you so much everyone please continue to pray continue to pray for me continue to pray for this walk and you continue to imbibe the things that the Lord is saying because I believe it's our day it's our time the kingdom of God amen has come near us And his will will continue to prosper through our hands. God bless you. We'll see you again by God's grace hopefully tomorrow morning. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Love you all. Bye bye.